brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to The Artistic Spot, a podcast about art, talent, and entrepreneurship, where you are also the artist. And now your host, Jose Rodriguez Marmol. And this is how we welcome you guys to Artistic Spot, Season 1, Episode 1. We're very excited to have you in our first episode of our podcast, which has been created for you, our audience. We're all actors and actresses of our own stories. We're all singers of our own musicals. And we're all writers of our own books. In Artistic Spot, you're also the artist. Artistic Spot is brought to you live via Instagram, Facebook, and Spreaker. And today we have a very special guest, our man of honor, Jesus Rodriguez, is joining us live from L.A., California. He's our creative director and an Emmy Award nominee, and he has a lot of experience in the entertainment business. So we're going to talk to him about his life, his dreams, his wildest dreams come true. So Jesus will be joining us today in this beautiful first episode. We're very happy and thrilled to have you. We're live from Orlando, Florida, and this is how we welcome Jesus to our podcast. Hi, Jesus. How are you? I'm doing very well. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. We're excited to have you, too. As I was saying before, you are the man of honor of Artistic Spot. <laughs> this has been a dream in the making, a dream come true, and today having you is an honor. Oh my goodness, thank you. It means so much to me. Thank you. It means a lot to us too at Artistic Spot, where the artist is also you, our audience. So we're going to basically talk about real life stories that will resonate with you, our audience. So Jesus, mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit about your life. Who is Jesus? Where is he from? <laughs> well, Jesus, uh, well, that's me, um, Jesus Rodriguez. I'm, I'm originally from Caracas, Venezuela. Uh, I moved to the United States 24 years ago, almost 25 years ago. Um, I was actually in Venezuela waiting for a nephew to be born. I made that promise to my brother and my sister-in-law uh, that I would wait for that nephew to be born, Daniel. And after he was born, uh, in I, I waited a couple of months, and, and then I moved here. And ever since... I made my 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 entire life here uh, with a very important focus on my career because I love what I do. But yeah, 
not way more than just my career. It's as you said before, right? It's all about our dreams that that made us and that makes us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the artistic spot for us is very good to give a message to our audience, to talk to them about how dreams can come true and how you can work hard to make them alive. And you are the perfect example of all that. And we'll be talking about that throughout the show and throughout first episode. And I know you were born in Caracas and now uh, you're living in Los Angeles, California, right? Yes. Yes, I, I as I mentioned, I, I moved first. Uh, well, actually, I moved to the to, to this country 24 years ago, but I moved first originally to Miami. I spent there uh, 10 years, and I started my career in the entertainment business in this country uh, when I worked for the Discovery Networks uh, in, in for Latin America. Latin America was our our audience. But we were based in Miami, and Discovery was my my point of entry to to the American entertainment industry, which I was always a big fan uh, growing up in Venezuela. My my I, I always say that I have two special nights every year, and the, uh, that this has been through since I was seven or eight, which is Christmas and the Oscars night. <laughs> Oscars night for me is my second Christmas, and and I remember. Uh, when I was like 12, having dinner with my family, sitting around the table, I told them, when I grow up, I'm going to move to Hollywood. And I remember my, my siblings like kind of like laughing at me, saying, oh, you, you, will, you, will grow up, you will grow out of this idea. This is, cra this is so crazy. And I was like, hmm, I'll prove to you that I really mean it. So, yes, yeah, so 14 years ago, when I finally moved to L.A. after those 10 years in Miami, I was able to 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 accomplish that really, really, really big dream, which was being part of of of, of Hollywood in a way. Wow, that's an amazing background. We are all, we all see Hollywood like uh, wow, the marquee, the movies, the walkway with the stars, the Chinese theater, the Kodak theater, and you mentioned something really important, which was the Academy Award season being your second favorite season after Christmas. And that brings me memories when I went to school and write down all the movies that were nominated and who do you think it's going to win Best Actor or Best Supporting Actress. So in a way, we are connected and I resonate with your story, which is awesome. And in this case, <laughs> um, Jesus, how's the life been in L.A.? You said moving from Miami to LA, of course, being first in Caracas, with the, which is your home city and your home country. Yeah. So what's the transition between living in Miami and working in Discovery Networks for the Latin American audience? And that step to LA to something bigger, something um, more challenging, more accomplishments, and maybe more dreams and goals? Yes. Yeah, no, no, it, it was a big deal, and I, I guess it took me 10 years to finally make that jump because it was very intimidating, to be totally honest. Um, moving to, to Los Angeles was the final test to my, to my sense of, of commitment with my own dreams and my uh, sense of being um, truly, um, how can I say this, like, 
being perseverant and being being a, a almost obsessed with something that I had been dreaming for for my entire life before coming here. So it was a big deal, and it was funny because I feel that in a way I was pushing it because I was uh, always finding excuses to 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 do it later. But uh, at the beginning of of 2004. The job at that point with AXN that I was that I was working on, that project ended. And when my boss told me, Jesus, this is the end of the of the road for us in this project, I told him, you know what, this is my cue to move to LA like that. I was like, okay, this is I cannot keep finding excuses. I really need to embrace my 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 own planned destiny right so life in la i really really love i I, let me be clear i really love miami as well i'm not one of those people that leave miami and 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 talk uh, down about it i really love miami miami is a really beautiful city that was incredibly generous to me but la has a, a way more of what i like a sense of culture and a sense of uh of diversity and multiculturalism that I really appreciate. Uh, food is ridiculously amazing here. You can you can eat from food from any place in the in the planet, from Ethiopian to to Korean to the, the best Mexican, the best Peruvian, uh, and and now finally some Venezuelan food. Uh, that was a little bit of lacking, but now we have a couple of really good places. We sure do. We sure do have a lot of Venezuelan. Um, ethnics and uh, culture around Florida nowadays because of the Venezuelan people coming here to find a new future. A lot of people coming with a suitcase full of dreams and goals. And this program was created not only for the Venezuelan people that came to this country, but for people that come from all around the world, those people that are living in other countries that can be listening to us at this moment, that they have their own dreams and goals. And this message that you're giving tonight in this first episode, which we have called The Producer, is that one, that you can make your wildest dreams come true, no matter where you are, no matter if you're in the United States, in Venezuela, in another country, you have a dream that you can definitely make come true. And talking about dreams and your experience working in the entertainment business in Florida, which is quite different from L.A., of course, because I see L.A. like a more challenging place and environment and, of course, city. So besides that preparation that you brought, which I would like you to tell us a little bit more about that, what is your biggest inspiration? My biggest inspiration? Well, I think, okay, I'm going to say I want to mention two things. The first one is my sense of curiosity. I think I'm, I'm a very curious person. I always want to learn more, and I always want to live more. Uh, I want to continue to grow constantly. I think that that's my biggest commitment to life. And where does that come from? Well, uh, bear with me. I have a, a kind of like a complicated answer to that. And it has to do with with science and my passion for science. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but after I graduated from from college in in, in uh, mass communications, I felt that I didn't know any any factual knowledge, and I really really needed that. So I did a master equivalent of master's degrees in in biology, just because I needed to have that 
sense of factual knowledge that is so important to me. And the more I learn about, about science and biology, I, I discover through a couple of amazing books uh, in astrophysics, and I'm a very avid reader of, of astrophysics for, for people like me that are not uh, scientists. Uh, I, I, the first one was Carl Sagan when I read Cosmos when I was a, a young person. I, I, that changed my mind. And then later uh, in, in the last decade, people like Brian Greene with, with uh, amazing books about the history of the, of the universe and Neil deGrasse Tyson, by the way, he wrote a really cool one that last year that is, uh, I think the name is Astrophysics, Astrophysics for, for Dummies, which is, I highly recommend. But basically, understanding that the universe, this kind of sounds a little weird, but, but, but listen, what I, but my point of view, understanding that the, the universe has been around for almost 14 billion years and our planet Earth for 4.5 billion years. And, and it's all the results of, of incredibly crazy uh, natural phenomenon that keep happening with brought us to, to evolution and the, the creation of the, the first, uh, the beginning of life in this planet almost 4 billion years ago. And, and by uh, crazy mutations, evolution happened. And that brought us to, to creating the, the human race around 200,000 years ago and, and the, the, the crazy expansion of our culture in the last 10,000 years that brought us to me today. And when I realized that, I have nothing but an incredibly deep sense of wonder and, and admiration for what life means. And that brings me uh, almost like this sense of deep, commitment to celebrate that a, a, a fact of life that, uh, that we are all... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Be given and the, the, the fact that, that evolution allows us to have a conscience and to be self-reflective and to take uh, the information that we get from our surrounding surroundings in the entire universe and make us uh, a, a, a race that can have a, a, a deep thinking and understanding of what we are. It's for me, it's so overwhelmingly inspiring that I have that these sense of, of wonder and commitment to 
celebrate who we are every day. Does that make sense? I know it sounds crazy. I apologize. No, it doesn't sound crazy. Actually, we (laughs) all have something that really and truly inspires us. And uh, definitely everybody find their own inspiration in their own knowledge, in their own sense of doing things and enjoying or reading through their favorite books or going through science or talking about astrophysics or talking about the entertainment business or basically talking about music and what movie resonates with you. So whatever resonates with you or with your own life, with your own story, it's what definitely inspires you as a human being. And that's what maybe gives you that (laughs) spark and that special spark to move forward in life and give you that important step to do things in that important sense of this is what I'm going to accomplish at a certain point, even if it's a short-term goal or if it's a long-term goal. And now that we spoke, Jesus, that was very interesting for me to listen to and to our audience as well, listening live through a speaker. What is your motto every morning? Some people think that inspiration, having inspiration and a motto is different. It's the same thing. But actually, what's the difference for you? What's the difference between having a motto and having a certain or an S specific inspiration? The difference, I think that inspiration is what... Mm -mm -mm. Inspiration is what I use to to give shape to my dreams. Moto is what makes me want to leave the bed in the morning. And my motto uh, every day is um, I want to celebrate life through happiness and making sure that I'm happy and trying to trying to share the happy that happiness with people around me from my from my from my spouse to to my family, when I talk to them over the phone, to my friends, to to everything, it was it is a, kind of a silly anecdote, but but it, it was very meaningful to me. Uh, last month, well, this this past Monday, I went to have my coffee like I do every morning to the same place and in in Los Feliz. And the guy who the, the, the barista, who is a really really nice guy, he asked me, Jesus, how can you do it? How can you be happy every day? And he said it. I I. I I mean, it, I mean this in the, in the nicest way, and I'm like, and I'm taking it in the nicest way, and I told him that I, I think I made that resolution, I made that that that, um, I made that decision uh, years ago when I was like, you know what, I, um, I, I want to be happy, and that's my motto. I want to be happy, and and when I have to deal with with uh, difficult situations, I try to convert. Con- Compare time. Okay, that's a difficult, difficult word for me to say. Let me write it down. Compare time. <laughs> I don't know how to say. It. Do you know how to, what word I'm trying to say? When you compartmentalize, is that the word? No. Yes. When you put things in little boxes and yes. you don't let them spoil things mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, <laughs> I always do that. I put myself in in different places, in difficult places when the word in English don't come fast enough. But that's the thing, right? I try to be, to be to be happy. I try to share happiness around me, and I think kindness and 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 a nice smile and a nice honest smile can can open many doors. 
You have touched a very important part, which is happiness. And、uh, do you think happiness is a state of mind, or do you think is happiness is something that you decide every day when you wake up? I'm going to be happy today, or I'm going to be sad tomorrow. Is that a state of mind that you can have constantly in your life? Because you're saying something that's really inspiring for me, which is always having a smile on your face. And that barista story that you had from this morning: What do you do to have a smile on your face and to be happy all day, every day? And that's what you show to the rest, the rest of the people. And if you do, it's because that's how you feel inside. So, do you think? Once again, do you think happiness is a state of mind? I don't know. I honest to God, I don't. I don't know because I, I was talking to Christopher, my husband, yesterday about that when I was telling him the story, and he was saying that that he agrees with the barista that I that I'm happy every day, and he, and he said I don't know how you do it. I, I honestly, I honestly believe that the vast majority of the people would like to be happy every day.、Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard for me to understand why they wh- why they are not. I think that it's,、uh, some people that I can try to figure out. I think that they choose to focus on the on the on the details that are not as important. Or or oh, you know what? I know. I'm gonna reframe my answer. I think that one thing that I'm really good at. I think that one of my few talents is that I'm really good seeing down the road. So every time that and I'm learning, I'm learning this as I get older. Believe me, I, I have made many mistakes in my in my in my life, but every day I try to learn. And what I mean, seeing、uh, down the road, is that when I'm making a comment, when I'm、uh, I'm fighting a fight, when I'm having a discussion, when I'm I'm complimenting someone, when I'm picking a a place to go, I'm always I always think. About what is going to happen two or three steps beyond that. So when I'm when I, if I, if I'm going to have a discussion with with a coworker, for instance, for me it's more important to protect the relationship down the road than to win that specific battle, because a, the bigger picture is always more important. So if I, if I'm having a discussion with you and we have a disagreement. On whatever, on the water that you like to drink,、uh, you like it with gas or not gas, and we're having that discussion. Before I cross that line that we all should be able to see, that line where you know that you're going to hurt the, that person, you should be able to say, okay, how how is this really important to me? Is this is the is the is the is the water with gas or not gas that important? Or my relationship with with Jose Alejandro in this case is more important, and the things that I'm gonna live and the, the things that I'm gonna enjoy, the things that I'm gonna share share with him in the future, I are way more important than the water. You know what I mean? So I think that that for me, that's a, a quality that I fortunate. I'm very very fortunate to have. I think that I'm very protective of what is going to happen down the road, and I, and and、uh, I repeat. This has not always been the case. I have made really big mistakes in the past, and I have learned through them. The other, the other thing is that I think I learned from my mother. My mother is a ridiculously happy person, and even now, when she she has Alzheimer's and she has she gets stuck in a place in her in her mind. But fortunately, she was able. She was even 
even, I don't know if she made the decision or was the result of her entire life, she gets stuck in a happy place. Because I've seen people with the same condition that are incredibly miserable and sad and mad at the world, and they make the people around them, the life of the people around them way more difficult. She, she thankfully, she gets stuck in a happy place. So when you talk to her, even if she's able to say only like one little simple phrase, those that phrase is always a very positive, beautiful, full of love one. That's an awesome story. And what would you, how would you, you mentioned someone really important in your life. Uh, you said a name and I wrote it down, which is Christopher. And you said he was your yeah. spouse. How have you been able to, because we're going to talk about a little further about your experience and your professional experience. How would you, how have you been able to ha find a happy medium between your personal life and your professional life and being able to have your significant other right next to you and joining you in an adventure, that adventure to happiness and that every day where you can just go ahead and have someone right next to you sitting in front of you or sleeping with you and laying down in bed and having dreams and goals with that person to make them come true at a certain point. How have you been able to handle those motives and inspirations and put them all together, your professional, your personal life, having your significant other joining you in this wonderful adventure called life. Right. Well, I think that Christopher brings to my life a sense of completion and a sense of whole and a sense of, of companionship that is very important to me. He's uh, not only ridiculously smart, but also very generous. He's Uh, 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 an amazing friend, an amazing uh, is, uh, brother, an amazing son, an amazing uh, um, companion. I think that 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 makes it easier for me. I I um, I wasn't necessarily the romantic uh, type. It was very difficult for me to to find the right the right companion, and it took me a long time, but. I think Christopher and I make a really good partnership because we we are very very important, we're very similar in the important things and incredibly different in the not so important things that actually help the relationship. I think that the, one of the funniest and and maybe important keys to our successful and happiness is the fact that he doesn't give up damn about what I do he hates television <laughs> he loves movies he really loves movies but he hates television and I always tell him well that's what it pays the rent well at least have a way and he laughs about it but, but he doesn't he doesn't care about television at all so I think that that and he comes from this very scientific background he works in the aerospace industry so it is so incredibly interesting to me and so different from what I do every day that keeps it incredibly a, a, a intriguing, attractive, interesting to me. Yeah, because you guys are both in different worlds and you both do different things, but you're connected with the most important one, which is sharing the road through adventure, through life together, one another, right? So I think that's absolutely. One, yeah, and that's a very important thing in life to have someone right next to you who supports you, no matter if they like or not. Not right. what you do, but maybe the environment in which you decided to pursue your profession and pursue your dreams. And that's very nice um, yeah. to have someone. And, and in all for, yeah, and, and in all fairness, he also has an incredibly rich, 
beautiful artistic side. He's a incredibly beautifully accomplished a uh, jewelry designer, and he he he's a photographer. He's uh, I mean he uh, and a sculptor. He's a painter. He's ridiculously. He, you should totally have him in one of these uh, uh, podcasts in the future because he brings a very interesting point of view to the creative process. <laughs> well, I think that Christopher has now an invitation to join us in Artistic Spot because one of our goals is to make people discover their artists within. And he has a lot of brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Out of talent. So he's an artist. So you guys are different artists in different spaces but you guys share the same talent in different things so it's a compliment with you and other now he was going back on uh, to your professional uh, level and the professional side of your life i would like to know even though you came from another country and when we all do since i'm originally from venezuela as well when coming to, from another country could be a really challenging situation getting used to something different to different culture to a different language to a different way of living and seeing life in a different perspective what has been your biggest challenge in the profession to decided to pursue what has been the biggest challenge that Jesus have had in the entertainment business I think that, that the biggest challenge has been understanding who I am and what voice I represent and what I bring to the table in every conversation. You need, in, in every project that you approach, you need to make sure that you're bringing something uh, to the collaboration process. And you need to make sure that what you bring has worth and the value is of relevance to the project and to the people that you're working with. So I, I, this is a podcast, which is the biggest most pathetic way to 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 showcase my 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 accent i speak like tarzan i always joke about it half joking half serious i have a very thick accent uh, so the fact that i'm from another place is something that that i cannot hide from that is part of who i am the second i open my mouth and i communicate my ideas i think that that understanding that I that I'm perceived as a minority and what that represents in a conversation uh, about a general market entertainment in these in these industry is incredibly important for me because I need to 
I need to understand two things. I need to 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 be absolutely clear on how I am being uh, perceived by the people around the table, and 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 how can I make sure that what I express is of relevance and is of importance and value to the people to, to the people involved. So the challenge of understanding who I am as a member of a minor, minority is incredibly important. Um, yes, but it's something that I that I embrace, that I celebrate, that makes me very that brings me a sense of joy and 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 pride of who I am. And it makes me, I feel that it makes me a better American. I've been a citizen of this wonderful country for, for I think like 11, 14 years now, right after I moved to LA, I think. And no, maybe like 12 years. And knowing that I'm part of this mosaic of different cultures, colors, and, and, and voices, it, it, it makes me really, really happy. It makes me, uh, it, it, it brings me joy. It brings me joy. Now that you say and you mentioned that uh, you are part of a minority, so this might resonate with the people listening to us. Even though you're from this country or you're coming from another country as we speak, since we know you're from Venezuela and you say you have an accent, So it's very obvious that you're not a native U.S. citizen, but you're one now since back in time when you moved uh, to L.A. 12 years ago, uh, as you mentioned. So how would you, what's the message that you can send to those people that would like to be an Emmy Award nominee like you have been, like would like to have the opportunity to work with people such as Madonna, Oprah Winfrey, Jennifer Lopez and working for the Disney Channel and the Walt Disney Company and ABC. How can you help those people listening to us and tell them, listen, this is me. It's a real life story. And if I could make it, you can make it too. No matter if it's in the entertainment business, it doesn't matter if it's in TV, radio or any profession they decide to. But what can you tell those people that they have dreams and how can they make them come true, even though they could be in a foreign country, even though they could be surrounded by different people from different nationalities, and even though they have different mindsets, what's the message that you can give them and which are the key ingredients to success for you? Okay, that's a that's a very interesting question. I think that I think that for me it's a combination of two things. The first one is to always be searching for for the right opportunity, right? I think that uh, uh, opportunities, the opportunities that come your way are to an extent out of your control, but if you keep yourself looking and you keep yourself expanding your 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 group of uh, people that you know your the, the 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 people that you interact with that you make sure that every time that you that you meet a person you leave a open door uh, uh the possibility of a of a of a future communication as i was saying before right 
thinking always two or three steps ahead. That is very important, right? To be able to find the the, the opportunities and the, and and put put yourself in a place so the opportunities find you. The second part is then what you do when what do you do when the opportunity comes? And I think that the key the key element is to, to treat each opportunity like it's going to be the only one that you will ever get, which means you have to bring your best game ever. Um, I think that um, um, I, I, have, I have been able to have a beautiful career and I'm very proud of it. And I feel very, very fortunate with the opportunities that I have come, but especially proud of the things that I have accomplished through them is because I always had this sense of proving myself to the best. I want to make sure that people get a, a inspiration by what I bring to the table. I think I have a, a deep sense of a, a deep a, a deep commitment to excel, and I want to make sure that everything that I do is special. Now that you mentioned having or taking opportunities and having the best game ever, what has been the best game ever for Jesus? Wow, I, I, I hope that in every opportunity my, I brought my best game. I think that, that mm, I think that, well, the way that my career has changed in, 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 in those, those moments where, where something really important has happened and, and, and I was able to use it as a pivot. I think that, that when, when I was hired to be the VP of creative marketing for the Oprah Winfrey Network, I think that that, that was a combination of a really amazing opportunity that, that, that life provided me with. And I, and the fact that I was able to bring a, a, a very commit, big commitment to, to my craft was very important. I think that, that, a, a, I mean, it's kind of like a silly anecdote, but I loved it. I think when, when the first time I met Oprah Winfrey, I told her that I had an accent, but my ideas didn't. And, and she, I saw her face and I knew that that, that line resonated with her. And that's the way I see it all the time. I think that that I have a very good sense of what resonates in pop culture. I love pop culture. I'm a big fan of pop culture, and I like to 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 be able to touch it, manipulate it, to be part of the of the of the people that 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 give it gives it shape. And I yeah, I, I, I that, that was a very good one. Then, then of course, when, when for the two years that I worked at Disney at the Walt Disney Company, that was an amazing opportunity for me to to see very close a, and, and and personal the way I, the biggest entertainment corporation in the world works, and, and what I learned was tremendous, and uh, the inspiration was a, a bigger than I never thought I would I would witness. So I was, I was, I was incredibly motivated and inspired every day. You know, Jesus, the researching your background and going through your story as a professional in the entertainment business, it resonates with not only what I 
I'm encouraging on doing and it's like my go-to are my goals. That's like who I want to be when I grow up. And um, you mentioned someone really important for the entertainment industry and not only for the industry itself. I think she is a character of pop culture. She represents America. She represents also who we are here in the country as maybe immigrants. How can you define Oprah Winfrey as being part of that important journey and adventures in your professional life? How was the life of Jesus? Is there a past or something that happened before Oprah? How has your life changed before working with her and nowadays working after having her experience in your resume and saying, I was the VP of marketing for the Oprah Winfrey Network. I had the chance to sit with her and talk to her. And I had the chance to say something that resonated with me. And I think it's the most important thing that you mentioned talking about her. I may have an accent, but my ideas don't have one. What's your life like after having Oprah Winfrey living in front of you and working along with her? So is there a past? Is there a before of that period of time in your life and an after? How did your life change thanks to that experience working at the Oprah Winfrey Network? Well, a couple, a co it, it changed dramatically in, in, in a couple of ways. First, it proved to myself that everything is possible. And if you are open to, to any, any possibility and you are uh, a, a positive person that brings the, the best self to any situation, things like that can happen. The other thing is that it's a, a very technical thing that happened to me. Before Oprah, I only worked for the for the Hispanic market, and after working for OWN, I say Oprah. It was like it was the Oprah Winfrey Network, which of course she was the head of it, but it was the Oprah Winfrey Network. After working at the Oprah Winfrey Network, I was able to move from the Hispanic network the, uh, from the Hispanic audience to the general market, and making that crossover is very challenging. It's very 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 difficult. It's way more difficult than what it should be. By all means, it should be way easier for Hispanics to have very important, way more important than the ones that I have had uh, roles in the in every major entertainment company because we are a big part of this country, right? But the, the good, the, the beautiful thing that happened to me after working at all was that my career definitely changed. It went from one type of career to a different type of career. And that allowed me to then to get a, a really amazing job that, that I enjoyed it every day, which was at BET when I was working for the, uh, the, the this uh, television brand uh, that gave me the opportunity to, to move to New York and to meet one of the best team that I have ever been part of. And And that consolidated that idea that, okay, now, now I'm in the, the general market. Uh, now I understand how the, the, us as minorities are an incredibly important part of what makes this country what it is and that our voices are of value and the worst that we provide is, is relevant and is take, and is here for, 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 for important reasons, and it's here to stay. 
That's awesome. Um, we have spoken about Oprah. We spoke about you working at the Disney Channel and the Walt Disney Company, which, of course, we're streaming live from Orlando, Florida. And we all have, like, Mickey ears in our heads all the time. <laughs> and we enjoy going to the parks, and we think that it's all about Mickey. And it all started with a, with a mouse, right? So what about having documentaries at the Sundance Film Festival. So we know that you have had that opportunity as well. So what does the Sundance Film Festival mean to Jesus? Well, it was it was a short film that I was that I that I was invited with at the Sundance Film Festival, a short film that I wrote, produced and directed. And that was my first short film ever. And I sent The, the 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 film to the um, to the festival the day before the deadline was over so I barely barely made it and I remember when I got the the phone call it was the the the, the day after Thanksgiving that year I got a phone call I was invited to to, to the festival and the Sundance For people that live in this country and people that are in, in, involved with the with the film industry know how incredibly important it is. But people in Venezuela don't necessarily knew what it was, and especially my mom. And back then she was still uh, uh, mentally with us. And I remember calling her and I told her, Mom, you know who is Robert Redford? And she's like, yes, I know who he is, of course. Well, you know that he has a film festival? And she's like, oh, really? That's nice. That sounds awesome. Well, I was invited to the festival. That was the only way for me to to try to make her understand the 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 magnitude of this really good news. So yes, going to the, to the Sundance Film Festival with my film was a highlight of my of my career so far. It was absolutely wonderful. That experience was ridiculously beautiful. That's a very awesome connection between how you can make someone understand what the Sundance Film Festival is all about, right? So well, exactly. in this case, Jesus, after having all these amazing experiences in the entertainment business, after being a successful entrepreneur, because that's what I think you are after researching your story and after this wonderful interview, where is Jesus today? Is there more to do? If yes, what is left for you to do? Well, I think that that I hope there's more to do. Absolutely. And and I actually got very good news today that I cannot uh, uh, mention yet. But I need I'm in the process of transitioning between cable television, which we all know that is at its um Um, decline to use uh, a nice word to this new way of, of people consuming uh, content which is uh, streaming and, and direct to consumers uh, offerings right so I'm, I'm making that transition right now I am incredibly excited because uh, it is not only uh, uh, the only way to survive in, the, in this industry but, but also a way to stay relevant because at the end of the day that's how i consume products uh, that, that's how i consume television that's how i see uh, uh, shows and and I'm, i'm very happy to be part of of the, that that new way of doing things you know what i mean we used to say a couple of years ago the future of television well the future is here 
the future is today, and streaming is the the the, the way that the vast the a huge part of the population are actually consuming content and everything from well you know the, the big brands right the netflix of the world the, the amazon primes the hulu and other brands are uh, starting to pop up so yes that's what i'm doing right now making that transition that's awesome and it's definitely a change in the way we watch tv that what we used to have before And uh, cable television has been with us for a long period of time. But nowadays, we live in a digital world. So we cannot hide that change is the only constant thing in life. And sometimes exactly. we need to go along with that change. So, Jesus, right. um, you know that the motto at Artistic Spot is helping people discovering their artist within. What is your advice for those artists that are listening to this live broadcast of this first episode of our first season of Artistic Spot podcast. The biggest advice for anybody who's listening is to dream big. Dream big, dream big, dream big. Think that that the sky's the limit. Uh, as they say, aim to the stars. And even if you've... Uh, 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 If, if, even if you miss, you're going to end it up up there, maybe in the moon. So that sounded so cheesy. But no, seriously, it, it, dreaming big and seeing, being able to sit yourself sitting in the table with whoever. You, you know what I mean? Be, because nobody, nobody out there is too important for you not to be able to, to have a conversation with them and for you to have something to say and something to contribute in the conversation. We all have, I think that the word that I have used uh, more often in this conversation is value. We all have value. We all are, are worth it. And bringing that sense of, of, of self to, to any any conversation, any circumstances where a creative process is taking place is what it's all about. That's pretty awesome when you said aim high. And I think that there is an infinity and beyond. And beyond that, it's everybody's goals. And I personally believe that we can all make our dreams come true. Sometimes they can be challenging. Sometimes they can be overwhelming but they're there and if you work hard you can definitely make your wildest dreams come true jesus now uh we're at the final portion of our interview of our first episode of season one of artistic spot the producer which you are i have a portion of fast questions and short answers so this okay. is made to be Like, to know you a little bit better on a personal side. So, fast questions and short answers will be... Wait, wait, wait. Before, before we start, do you yes. hear me correctly? Because I had to switch to uh, another head. I hear you perfectly fine. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh, absolutely, yes. Awesome. So, we're going to start our fast questions and short answer portion of our show. And it will begin... Now, favorite place. Favorite place. Right now, it's Los Angeles, California. Flavor. 
Ay, ay, ay. South Caramel Ice Cream. Ok, City. En Los Angeles. If you were to go back in time, who were you like to meet? I think Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, wow. Favorite song? Huh? Favorite, Favorite song? song? Yes. Song. Is okay, I'm going to be, be super... I'm going to be super cheesy, especially right now that we are doing a choreograph with this song. Express Yourself by Madonna. Awesome. <laughs> Express Yourself by Madonna. This is... I'm going to have, like, a little ring bell, like, in the Academy Awards. So if the time goes out, I'm going to... It's time for you to answer. Favorite TV okay. show. Favorite TV show. Right now, I'm obsessed with the marvelous Mrs. I I forgot the name. It's the the Amazon show, the fabulous Mrs. Maisel. Awesome. And what's your favorite artistic spot? Yeah, 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 and design spot. How do you call it? That's awesome. And we made our fast question and short answer portion of the show. So, Jesus, thank you very much for joining us today in this talk. I have had a lot of fun. Remember, at Artistic Spot, you, the artist of this story, you're also the actors and the actresses of your own movies, the singers of your own musicals, and the writers of your own books. So, Jesus, for you... Uh, being our man of honor, we're going to send you a gift on behalf of JJ Art and Design Productions since you are uh, from Venezuela. So this is an art created by a local artist from Venezuela as well, Jose Gonzalez. It's Venezuela Butterflies of Freedom. So we'll be mailing this to you as a gift for being our man of honor. I we love it. have been Thank you. delighted to have you on our first episode of Artistic Spot. And we are going to ask you, our audience, to join us week after week, where we're going to have a different guest, different story, real-life stories that will resonate with your life. Jesus, is there a la any last words or remarks that you want to give our audience in this last few minutes of our show? Well, I, I will say one little thing. I think that I'm always inspired by by young people who are trying new ideas and new things. And this artistic spot podcast is a beautiful representation of of young people that are trying to make a difference and try to find a way to express their their themselves and and to contribute to to the artistic artistic world that is so incredibly important more now more than ever because of everything that is going on around the world and i apologize to everybody that that my accent made it difficult for them to follow my ideas um i i, I speak from my heart and i hope that that was that was evident to all of you thank you very very much guys for jo joining us in this live speaker portion of our show through social media facebook and instagram you can follow us on facebook jj art and design on instagram art jj design and make sure to listen to us next week for another important podcast remember in artistic spot you're also the artist
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.